Welcome to Skin Deep on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. You can also hear Skin Deep on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And don't forget to catch us on YouTube as well. And as always, we're going to be doing more than just scratching below the surface. Here on Skin Deep, we're giving you the power to make informed decisions about your health and wellness. Joining us on the show today to talk about the serious challenge of weight loss are former guests of the show, Dr. Wanda Dyson, CEO for Change for Life, Wellness, and Aesthetics. We also have artist and activist Brenda Brown. And back in the studio is Mr. D, Dwayne Hayward Thornton. He's here to offer his take from a male perspective. I want you all to stay tuned because we will be discussing what everyone talks about, losing weight and how hard it is to get off. So stay tuned here on Skin Deep, Sirius XM, Channel 141. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Channel 141. I'm your host, Sharon Morton, and I am in the studio again with some of my favorite people, Dr. Wanda Dyson, CEO of Change for Life Wellness and Aesthetics, artist and activist Brenda Brown, and a very good friend of mine, as well as Mr. D, Dwayne Hayward Thornton. And he's going to talk to us about the male perspective on weight loss or should I say weight gain ladies right (laughs) because it's us that tends to gain the (laughs) The weight weight. yes so this is an important topic because I think it's almost everybody's challenge right gaining weight losing weight it seems like for me all my life I've been on this roller coaster gaining and losing and gaining and losing and now especially in you know middle-aged it's even harder to lose the weight so let's open up with you Dr. Dyson let's talk about why um, you think it's so much harder, number one, for women to lose weight than men. I know that has to do a lot with biology. And um, number two, why is it so hard, especially after we get to be a certain age? And then I want you all to jump in at any time. This is a conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's harder for women to lose weight than men because men have a higher metabolism because they have more muscle mass. Okay, mm-hmm. that so makes sense. Often mm-hmm. in my practice, I have women and men do the same thing, and the men just the weight falls off. And women get I get jealous. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, they get frustrated. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And look at look Extremely. at look at look, look at, at Mr. D. Mr. D. Dwayne. Right. He's over there smiling. Mm-hmm. You already knew this. He's in though, great right? shape. Yes, Dwayne. <laughs> you got something to say about that? Yeah. It, she is absolutely correct. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's an effort. It takes it takes effort. It, it takes time, you know, with men. But no, men it's are, easier for you all. It's easy. It's much easier. It's much easier as far as I can. But I can speak for myself on how I maintain my weight. But it's easier for you to maintain yours than it is for me. Very much easier. Yeah. What were you What were you saying about that, Dr. Dyson? So I was going to also say you asked after a certain age why it's more difficult, mm-hmm. and we talked about it before when in our previous show with mm-hmm. the menopause thing. But when our hormones decline, it changes our metabolism. Okay. So we can do the same amount of effort and exercise and, and eat eating less. the same yeah. diet. Yes. And it's just not coming off. And well, I'm a living example of that. Well, but also, I think a lot of times we, especially women, we think that we can eat the same as we get older. We can't. You really we have can't. to change because if your metabolism is slowing down, you can't do the same things or eat the same things you could 10 or 20 years ago, right? 
Exactly. Oh, I mean, I know can I can't. you? I mean, you're shaking your head. You're not sure, Dr. Dyson. I have some patients that have changed their diets and they're exercising like an hour a day or whatever, and nothing is happening because uh, the metabolism is so slow. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and there's another aspect to this that most of us don't consider, and that is sleep. Okay, wait a minute. You mean sleep has a lot to do with gaining weight or losing weight? Yes. How is that so? Tell us. So with less sleep, if we make an attempt at losing weight, we will lose more muscle than fat. Okay. Which, again, affects your metabolism. So you, sh you don't want to lose more muscle, right? No, you, you want to lose the you wanna, fat. You want to lose fat and maintain muscle or increase muscle. Okay, so you're saying if you don't sleep, get enough hours of sleep, you will lose muscle. Yes. And that leads to weight gain as well. Yeah. And is that for anyone at any age or is that just for middle age and older people? That's anyone at any age. And there's something else that happens when we don't sleep and it affects the decision-making part of our brain. Okay, what is so that? So with less sleep, we're not able to make good food choices. We'll tend to choose foods right. like pizza, mm -hmm. donuts, burgers, and high sugary and salty snacks. With less sleep. With less sleep. And why is that? What does the sleep have to do with our decision-making on with food? It has to do with an effect on the brain. The okay. decision part of the brain doesn't work as well when we don't sleep. I agree with that, yeah. When they've, I, they've done studies that showed even in healthy young people this happens. Yeah, yeah. Just 24 hours, that can happen. I, I agree. Yeah. We were just talking about that. We were just, just talking about how important sleep is to maintaining your weight. Yeah. And I have also found out for myself, uh, from my experience, that uh, if you focus on the things that you cannot control, but you can focus on what you can control, forget the things that you can't control. And I have found out that through sleeping, exercising, I can maintain that weight. Mm -hmm. And that sleeping is very important. And I have no problem with sleeping. <laughs> I've learned a long I. time ago, I, I don't matter what's it. on my mind, I need to sleep. Me too. Well, I do too. You're a lucky person mm -hmm. because yeah. many people have trouble sleep, probably about mm -hmm. a third of Americans. Right. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? And especially third? menopausal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. know that. I know From that. From my experience. But yeah. I'm seeing a lot of young people are having difficulty too. And I think a lot of it has to do with the phones. I've heard a lot of things about the phone and the mm -hmm. lights and the on lights. the phone that's keeping uh, young folks from sleeping but what you were saying about sleep or a lack thereof that affects the brain and your decision making yeah I don't think people think or, or make the connection do you in terms of okay I haven't had eight hours of sleep tonight so um, you know I, it, no big deal when I was yeah. young I could party all night and go straight to work from the party right okay I still didn't gain an ounce though yeah we know it affects the brain mm -hmm. it even causes the brain to shrink what if does? No sleep. Less sleep. Wow. wow. Mm. So That's the less, the less sleep you get, wow. the more likely your brain is to shrink and it affects those parts of the, the body that, the brain rather, that help us to make good decisions. Mm. The other thing about good decisions in terms of food, I think what they're putting in the food is kind of making us almost dependent or um, addicted to it and I think also the things that they're putting on the food in the food is making us bigger anybody have any mm -hmm. feedback I on that? think so too yeah 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 how I mean what did I know a lot of people who say it's got to be the food because right. they're eating you know less food 
but the food that they're eating, they're constantly gaining weight. They're exercising and doing everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, the GMO, non-GMO, organic, yeah. non-organic, you know, a lot of people are saying that about the food. But there's something else that happened in our food environment. Like what? And that was they told us that low, that fat was the problem mm-hmm. when it really was sugar. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And they, they, the they, demon. they paid a, a Harvard scientist to say that the problem was fat. fat when it was actually sugar. Did they know it was sugar? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so what happened was they uh, put a lot of sugar in our foods to make them taste better when they took out the, the fat. fat. And, and it, Americans got bigger. And addicted. From consuming too much sugar. Yeah, and I became, I'm one of the Americans that became addicted to sugar. It's its its very difficult to shake. It's almost like a drug. It is. When you, mm-hmm. It is. It is. Yeah. Like it is. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and when people understand what, like as you indicated, what sugar does to your body. Mm-hmm. I mean, sugar and different drinks and different food. And to reiterate on what she was saying, back, I believe the food the day that they are making, it's processed. It's too processed. It's Mm -hmm. different from last, from when our parents. They have chemicals in it. And and it's affecting our youth today, in my opinion. It's not just that it's processed. It's also that the nutritional value of the food is less than it was years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't have as many vitamins and minerals in the food, Mm -hmm. which is also affecting us because we make our brain chemicals from the vitamins, the vitamins and, the nutrients. and nutrients right. in the food. So you see that we're getting worse in terms of mental illness mm-hmm. because of lack of nutrition in the food, which also affects your ability to make good food choices when you don't have the right mm-hmm. chemicals wow. to calm you down. To and, go, and to go right. to sleep. Right. Right. So, so it's, it's all a domino effect. Yeah, it it's all connected. A, it's a vicious cycle that mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. into. So now we are seeing all of this is a result of that. So some of my patients in my practice who have cravings, food cravings, I actually treat their brain. So wow. what, that's wow. interesting. That's, that's great. Okay, and yeah, how do you do that? Great. So what I do is I give them nutritional supplements mm-hmm. to help the brain. Okay. And one of the supplements I use is called Empower Plus, and it comes out of Canada. And I had actually a patient that was a binge eater, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I just simply put her on the supplement as well as amino acids to build up her brain chemicals, and she was like, wow, this is the first time in my adult life that I'm not having this issue with binge eating. Wow. She couldn't believe Mm. that it was true. It changed the whole makeup of her her brain. brain. Mm -hmm. And so did that also lead to her doing other things that were good for her, like more sleep? Well, what I didn't notice about her is that she was depressed. Okay. I didn't oh, even, mm-hmm. her affect was flat. But after I changed her with the nutritional supplements and amino acids, she was happier in wow. her whole appearance. And I was like, oh, I missed it. Okay, and how did you figure out, though, that she needed to take this supplement that would improve her brain and stop her from binge eating? Based on what I know. Okay. That it's related okay all right so gosh you've thrown a whole bunch of different things into into the mix that most people don't Don't know know. and need to know Mm -hmm. that it's lack of sleep that could be something going on she was depressed and she was binge eating which probably is why she was binge eating because she was depressed Um, and you knew that if she took these supplements that would help change the dynamics of what was going on in her brain 
which would then lead her to stop binge eating. So did she lose weight? Then she lose weight. She right. eat well. You know what people need to know. All of this is connected, Dr. Dyson, and I think that's what you do at your uh, yeah. It's at multi practice. multifactorial. Uh -huh. It's not one thing. Right. And we just look at it as one thing. Is mm -hmm. that the person is eating poorly? They have a bad diet. You yeah. Know, or they're right. not exercising. Right. Enough. Yeah. But there could be many other factors. And another factor is actually trauma. Okay, so emotional we're gonna, trauma. We're going to talk about that when we come back from break. But tell everybody what your website is so that they can go and, and see where they can get all of this information and, and make an appointment with you. It's cflwellness.com. That's C is in cat, F is in Frank, L is in Larry, wellness.com. Okay, so we are going to come back on the other side of the break and talk some more about how difficult it is to lose weight. It's harder than we thought and a lot more goes into it than we thought. So please stay tuned right here on Skin Deep on Sirius XM Channel 141. And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Channel 141. I'm Sharon Morton. We were having a really interesting discussion in the studio about weight loss. And um, I thought we were just going to talk about eating right and exercising. But Dr. Dyson has been here <laughs> giving us all some insight on it's, it's more than just food and exercise. And I hope I have my interns in the studio as well. I hope that they are um, taking heed because they're going to get old one day. <laughs> and they're going to need to know. One of them might be up there already. <laughs> but anyway, so Dr. Dyson, um, you before we uh, cut for break, you said something about trauma. You know, trauma um, has an impact on almost everyone and how they, I guess, um, deal with it. And a lot of people that have been through trauma have, you know, they deal with it with food, with eating. Um, and you were going to say what in terms of trauma? Because the, 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 your, your uh, patient that you were talking about before we went to break, she was dealing with food because she was depressed and she had some things that were going on that you didn't even know about. So what, what were you gonna say about trauma? There, there can be other types of trauma and one of the types of trauma can be molestation. Mm -hmm. And I have found that it can hold someone back like, I can't really get them to do the right thing in terms of exercise and diet or anything else until we get past deal the with trauma. the trauma. Mm -hmm. right. right, but mm -hmm. you're not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, so how do you deal with that, you know? I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist, but I can recognize or ask the question. Okay. So once I ask the question, then I want to direct them to get the healing that they right. need. So I have uh, discovered and actually brought her into my practice from El Paso, Texas, a psychologist that does a technique called non-talking bilateral stimulation, which eliminates emotional trauma without talking about it repeatedly. Yeah, and you know, Dwayne and I were talking about this earlier today about yes. trauma, and uh, you, were, you were saying specifically molestation. There's all types of trauma, but we were talking about molestation as well and how uh, it affects men differently than women, and a lot of men don't talk about it. Weren't we talking about that? We talked about that, yeah. that how men, we have the propensity not to talk about it. We have yeah. the propensity to keep it inside, yeah. whereas Which, women do elaborate. Yeah, we talk mm -hmm. a lot. A lot of, a lot of women, not all women, but a lot of times at least we talk to each other sometimes. You're shaking your head now. Many women don't talk about it. But, a, oh. but I, think what, I think what we're saying is women tend to 
be better about expressing themselves to other women or other people and crying more so than men. You don't agree with that? A lot of times it doesn't come out. I have to pull it out of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't realize, like, I had a patient that wanted to lose weight, and after, like, three weeks or so, she'd only lost a pound or two. So finally I just asked ask her directly. Was, you, was there trauma? Have you had trauma? Mm -hmm. And that was the case. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we, I said, okay, we're going to stop the whole weight loss process. We're going to deal with the trauma, and then we'll come back to it, because that's at the core. I have to find out what the issue is. And we have a tendency to do like a one-size-fit-all right. assembly yeah. line that's type true. of thing that's for true. weight loss, but yeah. that's not the case. It's very individual. Right. So it could be trauma in one person's case. It could be food sensitivities. It could be a digestive tract issue. Yeah. It could be a know, number of any things. number mm -hmm. of things. Menopause. A lot of things can play into it. Mm -hmm. Andropause in men when yeah. their testosterone <laughs> decreases. It you know. But we treat things in Western medicine. Uh, as a one-size-fits-all. Right, yeah. and that's, that's just not the case. So mm -hmm. I, when I first started doing weight loss, it was 1999, and I had the cookie-cutter approach that every other doctor has, right. give them a recommendation in terms of diet, and in terms of exercise, mm -hmm. and put them on appetite suppressants. Well, I wondered why people failed. Yeah. And mm -hmm. there was like a revolving door of people coming back. back again and again. Mm -hmm. I added a psychologist. I found a lot of the women had been molested mm -hmm. or they were in some domestic abuse situation. Yeah. There was underlying psychological aspects to their weight issue as well. Yeah. So you have to look at it more holistically okay. more, in a more comprehensive way. But most physicians don't have the time or the inclination to do that. Mm. So what I'm what I'm hearing from you is that if someone is suffering from losing weight or having issues with losing weight, they should see a medical doctor from different perspectives, such as emotionally, physically. What is the root cause of that weight? Is well, that what you what I'm, what I'm really saying is that most medical doctors would not have my approach. Right. Okay. And yeah. that I've developed that approach over time because I realized something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the patients could recite back exactly what they needed to eat. Yeah. You know, they knew what they help, knew the healthy what they diet looks like. To do. We all did. But they, yeah, they, they couldn't do <laughs> it. But it's hard to do it. Yeah. 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 Doing it. So they I had to figure to out, I'm, I was puzzled, you know, for years and years, why can't they do it? Right. Yeah. And then I started to do all of this investigation and research and evolve myself as a physician over the years and I realized it's more to it. Mm -hmm. And right. we're overlooking a lot of things by doing this one-size-fit-all type of approach. So, yeah. Dr. Dyson, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. What would you do for a woman who was in menopause and was also on medicine that was making her gain weight and was really having a, a hard time? What protocol would you follow for that woman? Do I know that person? <laughs> yes, you know that person. You, you, <laughs> yes, you know that person. Well, what would you do I, for her? I think her? I know that person. Uh-huh, you do. Well, um, with menopause and a decline in the hormones, that affects your metabolism. Exactly. And also the medications affect your metabolism, and many medications cause uh, weight gain, mm -hmm. including medicines for blood pressure. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And I'm on one. Yeah. And any medication that affects sleep 
will affect your ability to lose weight. And, okay, wait a minute. And that list is long. long. Right, so wait a minute. There's medications that affect sleep, meaning keeping you from sleep, but then what about people that take medication that helps them to sleep? Well, I'm talking about the medications that interfere with sleep. Okay. So if you knock out different aspects of the sleep, like slow-wave sleep or REM, mm -hmm. you're affecting the quality of sleep. So you can affect the quality of the sleep and you can affect the quantity. So the REM is the deep sleep, sleep. right? REM is the dreaming. Right, sleep. okay, and what was the other part slow of sleep? Slow-wave sleep. So if you, in, if you interrupt either of those types of sleeping, what does that do? Or sleep less. Or you sleep less. If Any of those things impact your body. Okay. Any of them. Right, okay. So many people don't realize that the medications that they're taking mm -hmm. affect sleep. So common blood pressure medications can affect sleep. Common medications that we take for pain Mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. affects sleep. sleep. Wow, yeah. are you yeah. meaning like regular Tylenol, Advil, over-the-counter medications? I mean like Motrin, uh, Advil. Over-the-counter? Wow. Yes, mm -hmm. but also... We're all guilty of that. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also <laughs> opioid medication okay. actually affects sleep. So many medications affect sleep as well. And So could you put them on the Wiley protocol? Um, for the menopause. What is that? And yes. then what is that's that? her hormonal. Um, well, Dr. Jessica, yeah. tell what you is exactly the Wally what protocol? Is the Wally protocol. That's rhythmically dosed bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Okay, you know. Okay. <laughs> she, I already yeah. know what that does. Then, then, then okay. totally. Right. Well, she. Well, tell her why. <laughs> Well, that's for people, like you said, women who are going through menopause, right. who are taking medication that's relief. causing them to gain right. weight. No? No, no it's, for, it's for women in menopause. It's okay. for women in menopause. That's to replace estrogen. Right, that's right. but I thought you were asking about um, being in menopause and having to take medication that's making you gain weight. Yes, I'm talking about both those things, but I, I was asking her, would she put the person on the Wally protocol, which is the hormonal replacement, and then wean them off the medicine at the same time? We, wean them off the high blood pressure medicine? We, wean them off whatever medicine okay. that she, she decided the, okay. was making them gain weight. Okay. Because there's two things happening there. That's that's hard. To, and I to know, lose the I'm, weight I'm, I'm, if I'm the you're person. taking the yes. medication, if you're yes. taking a certain medication. Right. Exactly. So actually with the supplement that I mentioned earlier. What was that mm -hmm. again? It's called Empower Plus. Empower Plus. I'll see Plus. you Monday. <laughs> You're going to get you some Empower Plus. Okay. I am. Actually with that supplement, which is all vitamins and minerals. Mm -hmm. If you were to start that supplement while you're taking the other medications, it would actually make those medications more toxic in a sense. Oh, oh no. okay. okay. So okay. you would have to increase the supplement and decrease your medication Medicine, right so you would already. taper off of it you wouldn't drastically stop your medication see, and that's right. what you're you're not telling our listeners to stop their medication no yeah no. you don't want to tell no. them no. that but what you are telling them is that if they take or, or they call you firstly they need to come in for a consultation they, they shouldn't be doing any of these things without coming exactly. in to see you um, but once you talk to them and you figure it out, and if one of these things that you recommend is Empower Plus, like you just told Brenda, you don't, she shouldn't just stop the medication altogether. She no. has to be weaned yeah, from it. Definitely not. Weaned okay. Off of it okay. Definitely so, not. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you know, uh, Dr. Dyson, gosh, I still have so many questions. There's so, so much more to talk about. <laughs> We're going to have part two of this show um, next week. Um, but right now, I want you to tell our listeners what your phone number is 
is and your website so that they can call you, make an appointment with you after me and Brenda make ours. <laughs> so go ahead, tell us, um, Dr. Dyson. So the office number is 202-575-4660 and the website is cflwellness.com. That's C is in cat, F is in Frank. Ella's and Larry, wellness.com. Okay, it's been a pleasure having you all on the show. I really appreciate it. And that's it for now, folks. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. And I thank you for joining me here on Skin Deep on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. Listen, tune in again next week for another insightful and enlightening discussion on all things that are skin deep.